Donald Trump made a lot of friends, a lot of fans, got a lot of support, and got a huge boost in the polls when he made nasty comments about Latinos, about immigrants who are Latino, about them raping our women, killing our kids, because one illegal immigrant from Mexico originally, who had a record, who not should not have been in this country and not been allowed to continually come back in, no question, because that individual took the life of one Kate Steinley. Horrific. Absolutely horrific. No matter who killed her. But even more so, no question. Donald Trump was getting a lot of flack for being racist and then explaining himself. Clarifying what he meant. Talking about a wall at the border to close our country. A wall at the border with Mexico. Donald just closes us off to Mexico. Leaves us open east and west coast and with Canada, by the way. But for people to say that those who are concerned or frightened by immigration, specifically illegal immigration, aren't being racist at all, then how come you're not worried about our border with Canada? Those on 9-11 didn't come in through Mexico, my friend, who came here illegally. Look it up. How come you're not worried about the ports that have containers of people from China? Why is it that we have the belief that if you're Mexican and you're brown, you are bad? And I think that's what Donald's kind of saying. And unfortunately, a very, very poor statement for our nation for those that are standing there and chanting him on. And I think that's what John McCain meant when he was talking against that crowd of people. So then Donald Trump was being attacked because he had no substance. He had no blueprint. He had no policy for any of his ideas. And he puts forth immigration policy, which we've talked about before. Now, I don't want to talk about the wall that's, you know, he's proposing that would be built, that he says Mexico will pay for, that Mexico today is like fat chance. Kiss my ass, Donald. That wall that we can't afford to pay for, that wall that we can't even afford to have Border Patrol agents on across this nation, and that wall that's not going to change those who are more than 11 million strong in this country in numbers. Can't legislate the good ones when you have an overwhelming majority. Dare I say over 90%, 92%, whatever the percentage is that are good. So you deport and then bring them all back? Well, that sounds like a real mess and an expensive one to boot. Children who are American citizens, but their parents aren't. Deport them all. Don't rip those families apart. Deport those families together. Cool O'Reilly even said, do you, Donald Trump, support kicking down the homes of families and ripping families apart? Why do I take, do you, you want to rip the families out? This reminds me of the Nazis. Knocking down doors and grabbing families and putting them on trains and sending them away. Donald Trump has brought up the, the, the issue of citizenship and our birthright. The 14th Amendment. That if we are born here in the United States of America, we are citizens of the United States of America, even if one or both parents are not, and that's not always the way it was. But the times, as Bob Dylan sang, are a changing, and the times have changed greatly. 
since the beginning of our nation, since the Native Americans were first here, and then the pilgrims who came, and even before that, Christopher Columbus, who never really reached here, but others, others who came here, Ponce de Leon and others, Mexicans, by the way, who came here and originally owned California. It was their territory. Donald Trump proposes to strip a child of its citizenship to prohibit that baby's constitutional 14th Amendment right to its birthright. Now, let me ask you something. If you're born in the United States and you can't be an American, you are a child with no country. And if you are a child with no country, you therefore have no identity because you cannot obtain a birth certificate or a passport. Can you just be a citizen of any country if you weren't born in that country? No! And then what about adopted children? Like my son. My son was born in Pakistan. My husband and I were both born in the United States. Does he get a pass? Donald Trump refers to, and many people refer to the children that are born of one illegal, the the illegal mother, they're in a womb of an illegal immigrant, or they are born to a mother and father who were illegal as anchor babies. I don't even have time for my rant on this, to be honest, because I'm pausing because I'm very upset by this. I hate, 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 and I always say to my kids, hate is such a strong word. It isn't, it applies here. The hypocrisy of people who call themselves pro-life, who claim Jesus is their damn spokesperson, and fight for the unborn fetus, but the minute it's born, screw you, little baby! Let's cut welfare. Let's cut food stamps. We won't give you health care. We won't give education to your mommy or uh, an opportunity for her to go to clinics so she can get birth control and not have another child perhaps out of wedlock or that may have been unwanted. Oh, and now, little baby, we want to blame you for the sins of your mother and or father. We want to blame you, little baby. We will fight for you when you're a fetus, but when you get out of the womb, if you are a Mexican especially and your mommy's illegal, you have no place in this nation. You have no country, little boy, little girl. I'm pro-life. Praise the Lord. Love Jesus. Now, in my opinion, those kind of people should rot in hell, if there is one. A child should never be, my child or yours, I don't care what age, should never, ever be held responsible for the decisions their adult parents have made. Is it wrong to come here illegally? Yes. But have you ever looked at why somebody comes to the United States illegally? How many of you listening to me have ever been hungry? Most of you haven't. Why? Because we are a damn lucky person to be born in this country. Why did our ancestors come here? Some of you, but most of you are not Native Americans, or Inor is your name on the Mayflower. Mine is, but that's not my real last name. It was changed. Your family came here for a better life. They were fleeing corruption, oppression, prejudice, concentration camps, disease, 
starvation. Many Irish came here during the famine in Ireland. Many Italians came here because they weren't given the same opportunity. Some, for example, Sicilians. They were called the N-word of Italy. My Sicilian relatives, my my Sicilian grandfather came here because he and his buddies were involved in the disappearance of a child molester and murderer, and he was going to be killed. And the mafia paid for him and these other guys and his whole family come here. That's part of my family history. That's very true. But most of the people in modern day that come here that aren't running away, as so many of these thousands of children are, from people trying to force them to either take drugs, sell drugs, buy drugs, be raped, have a shortened life, have a life of crime, people that just want to get an education, people that really just want to do their nine to five, God, if they could with a high school diploma, people that are willing to pick lettuce because they don't want their family to starve, and a hungry belly will make you do things, folks. It'll make you steal, and it'll make you sneak into another country. And by the way, I would do it for my kids. If I couldn't do it here, I would do it for my kids in a heartbeat, and I think most of you would do almost anything to take care of your family. Does it excuse what they do? No, but it puts a different spin on it, especially when you have a carrot being dangled by corporations. Corporations that aren't being blamed for this, if you listen to Donald Trump, corporations that give and present the opportunity. If these people didn't have jobs, they wouldn't come here. Now, when it comes to birthright citizenship, which I really want to talk about in this hour, Donald Trump isn't the only one who has a stance on this. So let's talk about a piece Michael Walsh wrote, a reporter for the Yahoo uh, Politics session, section, on birthright citizenship and where the 2016 presidential candidates stand on the 14th uh, Amendment. Uh, by the way, uh, Mark, I'm sorry. Do we have the audio on that, uh, or yes or no? Okay. Now, I, I want to just say Tom Lamas from ABC News is my new favorite Q&A journalist. He pressed Donald Trump on something. I want you to hear him because I personally find the term, you know, I think it's disgusting that it's a baby you're murdering in the womb, but it's an anchor baby when it comes out if the mother's illegal. You follow me here? It's offensive. It's discriminatory. It's prejudicial, in my opinion. And I'm not alone in that opinion. You may agree with me on that today. I have to tell you something else. Why not just abort all of them? Ooh, did I just say that? Oh, I'm I'm not surprised if that'll be next. If Donald Trump said, I think we should abort all Muslim babies... And we have, we had, if we had the ability to prove somebody would be LGBT, there are people out there that would be open to aborting LGBT fetuses, Muslim fetuses, Mexican illegal fetuses. Mark my words, somebody will propose that someday. Write that down. Write down the date and time. Somebody will propose that someday, and they will have people following them. I bet there are people in the living rooms with a beer open already talking about stuff like that. But you're pro-life. Praise the Lord. Let's listen to this exchange uh, between um, Mr. Lamas, ABC uh, reporter, and Donald Trump. Are you aware that the term anchor baby, that's an offensive term. People find that hurtful. You mean it's not politically correct and yet everybody uses it? Look it up in the dictionary. It's offensive. Give me a different term. Give me a different term. What else would you like to say? The child, the the American-born child of an undocumented immigrant. You want me to say that? Okay. I'll use the word anchor baby. Excuse me. Why do you have to use that phrase? I'll use the word anchor baby. 
Now, I like the fact that he pressed him on that. And it's true because it puts the blame on the baby. If the baby's an anchor, then why the hell do all of you on the right who are calling yourselves pro-life fight so hard for it before it leaves the woman's uterus? Shame on you. In Arlington, there are white crosses for men and women that have died for those babies to have that citizenship. This is going too far, America. This is not the country that I was born in and love. This is not where we want to be and where we want to be going. Before we take a break, and I check my blood pressure, are you for or against birthright citizenship? I am very much for it. And why? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Now, do you find it, as I do, hypocritical that conservatives fight for the life of the unborn but want to blame these babies for the sins of their parents? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, you just heard that reporter saying that the term anchor baby is offensive. I agree 100%. Do you find the term anchor baby offensive? Racist, even. I do. The people we are pointing the finger at, folks, are a majority of Mexican brown Latinos. If you found out that Giselle, the hot Brazilian model married to Tom Brady, whose marriage is in trouble. Oh, so sorry to hear that. But anyway, uh, by, by the way, would you consider her baby an anchor? Want to deport her little skinny model ass? Probably not. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And why have politicians only recently focused on the issue of deporting illegal immigrants? This has been an issue for decades. There are people that have been here three, four, five generations. There are over 11 million undocumented workers in this country. They didn't come here in the past three, four years. And as Trump already lost the minority vote in 2016... Will this ensure his failure to be president and the Republican nominee? If you are commander-in-chief, you are commander-in-chief of everybody. That includes those little babies, anchor or otherwise. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Back to you, your calls. Right after this, your tweets. Follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. Don't go away. Good afternoon. Happy Thursday. We're talking about the birthright citizenship. We know where Donald Trump stands on this. Where do you and I'll tell you the other presidential candidates. Um, Trump has called for an end to birthright citizenship in his first official policy plan since announcing his candidacy. Um, He says it's immigration reform that will make America great again. I disagree. What do you say? Let's go to the calls. 888-6-LESLIE. Let's start it out with uh, Paul in Washington on line one. Paul, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. I resonate 110% with your uh, remarks in your opening segment. Uh, I, was, I had to laugh at Mike Huckabee during the uh, so-called debate on Fox when he said that we need a constitutional amendment to, to, uh, that says that uh, a fetus is, has personhood. 
And I thought, well, the first thing that came to my mind is, okay, a constitutional amendment that says that a fetus, an unborn fetus, because it has a constitutional amendment, uh, must enjoy the rest of the Constitution as well. And I thought, what? He's advocating for anchor fetuses. <laughs> well, no, no, no. What, what he's saying, Paul, is, guess what? Congrats, little baby. You're a person, but screw you. You're not a citizen. Right. Exactly right. Exactly. But, but you're a person. But think about that. Really, if you do not have uh, what one of the problems, um, quite frankly, uh, one one of the problems that people faced after the Holocaust was was proving their birthright because you know they weren't considered German citizens any longer. The the Jewish population. But, but exactly. But what does it mean? If you're if you're defined as a person by a constitutional member, what does personhood mean? I mean, that's the the problem is you're not just a person. You that that has to mean something. And if you have a constitutional amendment that defines you as a person because it's in the constitution, it has to defi- it has to say that you enjoy the rest of the uh, privileges and immunities of the constitution. So you're automatically a citizen, as far as Mike Huckabee is concerned. Okay, I, I, okay, so yeah, yeah, well, there, there's a, there's, you know, true hypocrisy. You can be a person, but we don't want you to be a citizen. A very good point, Paul. Thank you for that. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more of your calls right after this. Don't go away. If you're holding, hang tight, coming to you, giving you your time. And if you want to join us, Paul just left us, so a line's available. 8886-LESLIE is the number. You can also tweet us. Follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. Get back to the calls on line three. Lenny is in New York. Hey, Lenny. Good afternoon. Um, what What do you think about children who are born infants, babies who are born to an illegal mother or illegal parents? Well, I think first of all, the illegal parents uh, should be deported. And if you're talking, who's going to take care of the babies? In other words, uh, oh, are they going to remain here alone? Or are we going to have to set them up in foster care? Or... Well, See, let, me, let, me ask you a couple, let me let me ask you a couple of questions. We have more than 11 million undocumented workers here. So how do you propose they be deported and who's going to pay for it? Aha, uh-huh. that's a good point. I don't know, but I think it's a good idea to try. Whether it works or not, I have no idea. And neither does Donald Trump. So, uh, but for now, let's assume it works. And what, why? You can't assume it works because you've got to be able to pay for it, and we can't pay for it. And another thing is why would you want law abiding citizens that have been here for generations who have positively contributed to our economy for generations and have even paid taxes for generations who've never broken the law to be deported? Ah, but they did break the law because they came here illegally. Yeah, but but really, is the even except for murder? There's a statute of limitations on every crime, even as <laughs> even as a rapist. If you rape after a certain period of time, uh, if they don't catch you and prosecute you, bring charges against you, you're scot free. Isn't shouldn't there be okay, some kind of statute of limitations as to when you came into the country? Yeah, but that's one aspect of your argument. The other is, and why I'm so much against it, is what about taking care of our people first? 
like the veterans who are getting a screwing from the government, like the homeless, like the unemployed. They well, well, could you tell me, could you tell me what have Republicans done or proposed for the homeless, the veterans, or the unemployed? They haven't. I'm not happy with the Republicans. They're, Donald Trump's they're, running they're, as a Republican, and this is his idea to strip a child of its, uh, of its citizenship when it comes out of the womb. Well, I, I think the child comes out of the womb, you know, it's whatever their parents do. In other words, why would you want Okay, to so let me ask child? you something. If I murder somebody and I get sentenced to death, should my kids be on gurneys next to me and get a lethal injection, too, for my crime? <laughs> uh, no, but they're not being sentenced to death. They're just being sent back to where they came from. Uh, no, actually, that baby came from the uterus of a woman standing in the United States of America or li- uh, lying on a bed in a home or a hospital in the United States of America. Well, That's where they came from. They didn't come over here just for the purpose of having a baby so they can declare citizenship. That's not legal. And uh, if we keep allowing people to do things illegally, it's not legal for the mother, but or the it's not legal for the mother, but the baby has committed no crime. Of course, but uh, and I'm not accusing them of a crime. No, but you're you're advocating deporting Americans. You're advocating deporting American citizens because their parent has committed a crime. Uh, They're not an American citizen. Because if you heard Mark Levin tell about the Constitution... No, they are an American citizen. According to the 14th Amendment, if if you are born in the United States, even if your parent is not, or parents are not, you are an American citizen. No, you're not, because it says subject to the jurisdiction. And if you look at Article 1, Section 8, you'll No, you are. You absolutely are. And uh, uh, are you talking about Mark Levin, the conservative? He is not an attorney. He's not a constitutional lawyer. I I do not agree. I do not agree. It's very clear the Constitution is very clear. I really appreciate your show, and I appreciate you on TV. We may disagree in philosophy, but I respect the way you handle things, and uh, I'll keep watching you, and uh, uh, you can keep trying to convince me uh, on TV, (laughs) but right now, that's the the way I feel. I want to take care of our veterans. I'm one. I'm a Korean veteran. Well, well, Lenny, my father father fought in the Korean War, and I thank you for your service, sir. Okay. But you know what, uh, Lenny? Lenny, I just got to have one parting shot. You fought for that little baby. You fought for that baby. That's right. And I still would. I fight, uh, you know, if you send him back. You're going to fight for him and then deport him. I get it, Lenny. I get it. (laughs) I love love you. I love you, Lenny. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following. And thank you for watching. Call me again. I like you. You're you're one of my new favorites. Okay. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. He sounds a little like Rodney Dangerfield. He sounds also kind of like Larry King. Larry King, he does. He sounds a little bit like Larry. I know Larry. Call uh, what's your name? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we Dayton, kid. We like Dayton, you, Ohio. You're on. You're we on. like you, Lenny. Call back anytime. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to Mark in Dayton, Ohio, online too. See, I saw Dayton, and I I said Dayton. Mark it out. Hey, Leslie. Hi. How you doing? What What do you think I'm about not- this, Mark? Well, there you're all over the map this afternoon with with, with these things. There, I'm, I believe the you know the Fourteenth Amendment came about for a reason. It came about to give the children of slaves uh, a right to live here. At that time, we did not have government assistance programs to people all over the place. We didn't even have an income tax. It's burgeoned to the point where. This government hands out tons and tons of money to people, and it's a green light 
to other countries that are suffering for people to try to get here. But we have a system in place for them to enter the United States safely, carefully, protecting our citizens and the immigrants that are in place. And I believe the 14th Amendment needs to be amended to reflect that. Well, I disagree with you wholeheartedly, especially because we have a very different um, world now. Uh, we have people that, you know, we, the world is smaller. You know, you may meet somebody in another country and marry her. Uh, you may have a child overseas. Uh, you may adopt a child overseas, as I and many others have. Um, but but w- one is, you know, there are a lot of myths about illegal immigrants and the illegal immigration uh, community, whether it's about uh, paying into the uh, tax system, paying into Social Security. And another is that they uh, drain uh, the systems. Uh, actually, if you go into, and uh, I encourage you to do so, because there are many journalists that have to do stories undercover, um, undocumented immigrants don't qualify for welfare, food stamps, Medicaid, or most other public benefits. As a matter of fact, you have to you have to prove that you are a legal immigrant and you have to have current legal immigration status. As a matter of fact, uh, that was uh, even made uh, stricter provision in 1996 with the welfare law. Even if you're a legal immigrant, you can't receive benefits until you've been here for more than five years. So for people to say that they're coming here to get, you know, to get onto the system, it's just not a reality. And, and do you have any idea the journey that they're taking? It, it's it's not worth the risk to do that to their life. Well, the cho- that's that's their choice to do that, and there is a system in place that that would be safer for them to apply for citizenship. The um, but I disagree. There is food stamp programs that are that are signed up in the hospitals immediately as soon as that child is born. Well, actually, most and illegals. I bet again, you're, you you don't have your facts straight. Most illegal immigrants, for two reasons, have their children at home and not in hospitals. One, because they're illegal. And two, because it's actually very cultural, especially for people that don't come uh, from the bigger cities um, and aren't uh, as educated. Uh, you know, somebody who's going to, you know, pick lettuce you know, usually is coming from, you know, not, not downtown Mexico City. They're coming from small villages outside, and the reason they came here is because there was, there's just no work uh, available for them in those areas. So, and, and the, and the idea, and another thing, I think we have this conception that a woman's like, okay, not knock me up, Pedro, and I'm going to go over the border (laughs) and drop my baby. Okay. And uh, are there some people that do that? I'm sure there are, but the vast majority of people, you know, you're talking about sometimes you're talking about sometimes people, for example, that they were a child when they came here illegally with their parents, maybe they were four or five. They didn't have a choice. My kids are seven and eight. I tell them to get in the car. We're going somewhere. They get in the car. We're going somewhere. I'm the mother. I'm the dictator, right? And right. those children now have, you know, gotten married. You know, they're, they're adults. Or maybe they didn't get married. That seems to be the fashion nowadays, knock out kids without being married, right? Pretty much. So, so and, and, you know, then they have a child. They've been here for years. They've been here for well, 20, I- 20 years. I think we have this idea that, you know, there's just all these women, you know, coming forth, you know, like I said, well, who just got knocked up and, and, you know, they're dropping their babies here so that their children can be citizens. And by the way, it's not just Mexicans. And, no, and, no, and you're right. You're, you're 100 percent. There's Germans, Czechoslovakians, Irish, British. There's people, you know, people, you know, doing it. Um, you know, if you're referring to the baby, babies in anchor, which I, I do not feel is fair. Um, but there, it's not just Mexicans. It's Mex- Mex- Mexicans are being blamed. I'm not seeing any wall that you know is being proposed on the Canadian border. 
Well, that's 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 another that's another issue too. But we don't have a flood of uh, a, a mass flood of people coming across the Canadian border in here illegally either. We yes, don't. We and don't. Are you? We don't. Or we're not as bothered by it because they're white. Oh, there we go with the race thing again. I no, it's true. Thing. I mean, you know, all those, you know, all those uh, Russian women who come here to find husbands, anchor oh husbands, God, yes. if you yeah, will. That, 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 Where are they coming from? Too. Where are they coming from? One, one quick thing, though. Um, President Eisenhower used the military in the 50s because the economy was stagnant. There were issues with jobs, and they had an illegal problem back then as well. He used the U.S. military to round up as many illegals as he could. They were entrained and sent back across the border by the government, by the president, and by the military. So, I mean, it is can be done. You can remove illegals from your country. That's you know, we we do have a sovereign right to do so. We have laws Whether on the we have laws on the books already in place. I don't disagree with you, and I don't disagree with deporting people that have come here illegally. I do also agree that you deport the criminal before the non-criminal absolutely. element. That's my and, and I do not agree with breaking up families. But in in but in addition to that, we don't have the money to do what's on the books, and that's part of the problem. Remember, it's Republicans who wanted to defund Homeland Security. Okay, it's Republicans who are not giving more money to these federal courts because you can't just have somebody come in and send them back. Unfortunately, country to country, there are systems in place. There's paperwork. You have to go through a court of law. You have to have a judge. These things cost money. And yeah, nobody Obama wants Obama. to fund this on the right. O- so Obama told the uh, told ICE to not deport these people that is not correct Obama, no obama okay. said to deport the criminal element first the numbers prove that and and if you say he's telling people not to deport people well then he got the title deporter in chief by mere pure numbers uh and he's being blamed for it not correct at all you're incorrect on that <laughs> all right i will give, i'll give you that point you are right all right Mark, for letting me call oh thank Mark. call anytime you're it's a free country last time i checked for some of us um anyway i'm leslie marshall we'll be back right after this don't go away Leslie Marshall, real people, real life, real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. We go to Terry in New Mexico next on Line 5. Terry, good afternoon. Yeah, I listened to your monologue before the callers came on, and you brought me to tears. Children aren't anchors. They're children. Amen. And if the right can't understand that, then what right do they even have to be in this country? I don't understand fighting for the right of an unborn child so when they're born you can send them to a country where technically they could die, whether from starvation or from the violence that their parents had come here to escape in the first place. The parents come here to make a better life. It is so hard and so expensive to become a citizen. I live in New Mexico, 
on the border from Mexico, and we have friends that are here illegally. And it is so expensive, and they have to go back, and they have to come back, and they have to get lawyers. They, on what they make, they can't do that. When will people understand they want to become citizens? We have one friend that wants to become a citizen but can't. It's too expensive. Again, like people have this idea that somebody just, first of all, freely walks over the border. You know, I mean, the idea that somebody comes here and gets pregnant or, or is pregnant, uh, the, the journey it takes, I mean, they're not all right there at the border. Okay, That's Mexico right. is a huge country. It is the same width as ours. And, you know, it's not like a narrow strip. It is a huge country. And when they, they first of all, to get here, um, then to get here, it, it's not like they walk over the border. They walk in, get welfare, get food stamps, set up shop and drop out a they baby. And I, really, I think this is the, the, the misconception that so many people have. And Donald Trump, where does he get off? Judging people. He does, has never walked in their shoes. He has never walked in my shoes. And yet he could stand up there and spout his unpolitical correctness and call people names. Where does he get off? And where do the people that support him get off? I, I, don't, I, don't, understand, understand I don't understand the hatred. If you think about it, we're putting hatred toward an infant. Exactly. Who has no idea who their mother is or what their mother's done. Well, they do in the sense from the sound of their voice and the smell of the body and the, the, the comfort of that cuddle. But I mean, seriously. I, I mean, and, I, I'm with you. I'm blaming babies. Is this what we have become? No wonder the world used to, no wonder the world hates us when we have a conservative at the helm. And one of the callers said, well, they come in here to get all this free stuff. No, they don't. They work. They work off the books. They and they, and yeah, and they don't work stuff. an eight-hour day with two weeks paid vacation, let me tell you. Exactly. And they don't work for over $100,000 jobs. They work to scrape by. Right. I see it a million times here. Right. I Very live true. on the border. And if they want to come have their baby here and it be a citizen, well, then so be it. I have neighbors that speak only Spanish. I'm sure Donald Trump will say only Mexican. Well, no, they speak Spanish. And they had their babies here, and they work hard every day. They're out of the house before I am, and I'm out of the house at 5.30 a.m., and they're already gone to work. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I lived in Mexico, and i got to tell you, for people that, that, that have the idea these are lazy people, you're talking 14, 16-hour days, six, seven days a week, and quite frankly, they smile at the end of it. i got to take more calls. Call me again, would you? I really appreciate your call, Terry. Thank you. I'm sorry I made you cry, but I'm glad we're on the same page. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go also in New Mexico to Felix on line one. Um, hi, Felix. Good afternoon. I know you've called us before. You're from Sri Lanka, right? You know, uh, uh, Leslie, I got very emotional because I'm a U.S. citizen from Sri Lanka, so that's what I called. And um, I'm for the birthright. And, um, you know, one thing I have to say, you cannot, um, Trump is mental, and you cannot pick on the people because they are poor and they're stupid, though. 
And that's all I have to say. And like the previous caller, I got so emotional because I'm from Sri Lanka, let's say, and I have a son who is deaf and disabled. He's he, he born in this country. And, uh, you know, he has his rights. And if he was born in Sri Lanka, he would have lost all the rights. And I can fight for my son legally because he's a U.S. citizen. I think uh, Trump is really stupid and mental. And okay. that's all I have to say. And I, I agree with you fully. And I got very emotional. Yesterday, that's what I called you. So thank you for your defending those innocent children. Thanks so much, and God bless you. Bye-bye. All right. Th- thank you. Uh, how much time do we have, guys? Jeffrey in Texas, line three is next. Hi, Jeffrey. Uh, what do you think the main – oh, uh, Jeffrey left us, okay. Uh, lost. Uh, we lost Jeffrey. Let's go to Christy in Washington, line two. Christy, good afternoon. Hey. How you doing, Leslie? Good, Christy. How are you? I am good. I just wanted to correct a couple things that were being said by your callers regarding this. And, by the way, I absolutely love this topic. First thing is is that I live near the Washington, in Washington and um, not far from the Canadian border. We do have illegal immigration coming over through Canada, and it is mostly um, Asians that were of different countries that were fleeing from uh, when China took over uh, certain countries. And so they go through Canada first, and then they've come across. So it does happen, and you're right. Nobody talks about it because they're not brown. You know, during the break, I was looking online, and even the immigration website talks about Albanians, Indians, Czechoslovakians who come through Canada and how they do it. Do you know some of them swim across, like, Lake Michigan and things like that? Yeah, yeah, and they come through – they go through – they, they're not only going through rivers, they're, they're coming through underground tunnels that have been dug um, that, you know, later are used with, from, uh, you know, drug traffickers or, or ones that ha- drug traffickers had used. And, and they're found and they've used those. They, they risk their lives through some really treacherous forests. So, you know, that, that is one thing that, that that caller had completely wrong, and you were right. They don't talk about it because they're not brown and they don't speak Spanish. The other thing I wanted to say on this I am out of time, but you know what? I will be back tomorrow. I have a feeling we're going to talk about stuff like this again, if not tomorrow, another day. Please call me again. I really, I really appreciate everybody who tunes in and who joins us, and even if you're just joining us via listening. A thank you to my great crew, Mark and Andrew, and so many others that make this show possible. I'm Leslie Marshall, uh, not on Kelly File tonight. But tomorrow I'm on the Intelligence Report with Trish Reagan on Fox Business Channel in the uh, two- How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola Energy. Energy you want, taste you love.